Hey guys, this is the Damage Control Podcast, and I'm Anthony Angelillo. And I'm Melinda Grimaldi. Are you ready for our next episode? Let's get down to business. Hey guys, what's going on? Anthony Angelillo, branch manager over here with the Tag Team and CEO founder of Tag Team Nation Marketing Tech Company. I wanted to say thank you for Phil uh, coming on our show. I'm excited for today's show. Uh, and anyone that doesn't know who I am, I am the lender and any lending institution that knows who I am. I'm sorry, any person that knows or wants to conduct business with me, please uh, give us a shout out. Uh, thank you for so much for following guys. With that, I'll leave it with uh, Melinda. Hi, everyone. Melinda Grimaldi, real estate and title attorney with Grimaldi Law Firm, the closest title, co-host of Damage Control. Anthony, what episode are we on? I even lost count. 69? Yeah. Oh, that's a good ah, episode for me to be on then. All right. <laughs> we, we got we got a good one today, guys. I'm so happy <clears throat> and honored to have Phil on the show with us today. Phil, I'll let you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about what you do if they don't know you already. Hey everybody, my name is Philip Calloway, broker, owner of Influencers Realty Group, and I am a crypto certified agent through Property Inc., which we'll be talking about a little bit today. Um, native to Miami and love the real estate market and industry. So yeah. Happy to be here, guys. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the certification? You're the first person yeah. that I've met that actually has this. So talk talk to us about that. What does this mean? So Proppy Inc. Um, actually hosts a certification. It's about seven different webinars that you're going to take. And all in all, it probably takes about six, six seven hours of just kind of coursework uh, material, listening and taking notes. And then you're going to have to take an exam just like you know, almost all your other certifications. So it is, um, it's a little tech heavy in the beginning. So it helps you understand a, um, a lot about the, the blockchain and the things that you probably don't hear on TV as far as basic information. Um, and then, and then it delves into how it all ties into the real estate world. So I, th I thought it was really good as somebody who's been in crypto for a while, um, it, it really gave me a lot of back technical information that I maybe hadn't taken the time to learn um, when I was just kind of researching different cryptocurrencies, but understanding how the blockchain works and how it can be effective in our industry was, I felt the, the best part. Awesome. So you personally invested mm -hmm. and now you have the certification exactly. to be able to help service, you know, clients as this starts to unwrap, because we're still very early on in the implementation stage, if I should call it that, of how this crypto NFT world is going to play in real estate. But yeah, it's I, think it's, I think it's really interesting because, you know, for those who've like been diving into crypto, I, I, I personally invested in it um, probably 2019, right before COVID started, I started getting into it. And over during COVID, I really did a lot of research about and began to understand how the whole blockchain worked. But again, was not really diving in on a technical level. Um, so when I started, when I took the course, it helped me understand it on a more technical level. And then, as you said, it's, we're just at the tip of the iceberg for how it's going to affect real estate. And I think it's, I think it's really exciting. Awesome. Anthony, you, you've, you've also invested in some of this, right? Yeah, I, I invested in a Bitcoin, I want to say in 2016 or 17. And then I, I pulled out like an idiot. Mm. Um, that was awful. I, I lost a lot why'd of you money. Pull out, why'd you pull out? Because it, it started tanking. 
and and I did the evaluation, I would have had probably a million dollars in in, in Bitcoin. But you just uh, held on to it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just I, I I don't know. I got scared. I freaked out. I needed the money at the time, and and I pulled out. Uh, but now I heavily have uh, a substantial amount of money in there, and I I invested heavily in the past. I want to say couple of months, uh, last year, I would say, actually, to be a, to be spot on. And it's now taken a nosedive, but it's a long-term play for me. I'm just holding the money there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any NFTs. I have, I have just Bitcoin and a, a whole bunch of coins. I've got Mana, I've got uh, Solana, I've got uh, Bitcoin, um, you know, Ether, and, I'm and sure. several. Yeah, Ether, I got that. Um, all of that. And I, I just, it's difficult, man, to, to really get a grasp of it. I understand it, but it's, it's, it's really, really deep, man. I mean, it's very deep stuff. And so I would love to take that course. You're saying what it's six to seven hours. Explain. So, the technical I mean, aspect, I think, like elaborate on it. So the, the webinars are about 45 minutes each. Um, I think there's one that's like an hour and a half, but Obviously, you don't know, you're going to pause it, you're going to write stuff down, you're going to take notes. So I think, I think if you get if you give yourself at least an hour for each webinar, and there are seven webinars, I think that would give you enough time to, you know, go through it. And then, and again, then you don't need to dedicate seven hours in one day, you can, you know, do it over time, there's no um, restriction on how fast or slow you can go. So I want to, I want to, kind of bring us to the point that it's important when there's changes in the economy, changes in the industry, we need to take the time to slow down and learn about these things, right? Mm-hmm. I, and myself included, because I have nothing in that industry. I have, I have not one US penny in crypto or anything like that. I don't know why. Uh, I haven't started yet. I intend to. Um, I just don't want to start something that I don't understand. So I'm slowly starting to learn and unwrap this for myself uh, because I, I just think it's, it's important. I want to be like, a, I don't know, I, I don't have the guts that Anthony has to invest in something that I don't understand fully. I don't know if you thought you understood, understood it very well when you started it, but I don't have that risk factor in me. I don't like to gamble, so I have to understand it, but I know it's not going away. Funny enough, right. my dad didn't. I'm like, dad, you're crazy. This is like a few years he ago. He did it? He invested in something, part of the industry, not the actual coin, but the servers or something like that. Okay. Uh, and so I was like, what are you doing? Like, what do you mean? Like, this doesn't even make sense. You know, like you don't even understand it. He doesn't even know how to turn on a computer. Like he's not, he's like an old school kind of businessman. So uh, anyways, but the point is, is you can't really ignore these trends. <clears throat> Exactly. Uh, and as ever, a lot of people say this, that it's still early, it's still a good time to get in. So one of my goals is to uh, educate myself. So I'll look into this. And I know there's several other resources as well to, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, Melinda, that I jumped in, I kind of jumped in feet first. Um, I, I took a little bit, I took like 50 bucks one day, and I bought a little bit of Bitcoin. And as I bought it, then I started reading articles. And when I, and the more I dived, the more I dove into it, the more I was like, I need to put more money in this. And I learned as I went, Mm -hmm. I would say that. And I found, and for me, at least when I, when I, by putting a little bit of money in there, it gave me an incentive to learn more. Cause I was like, okay, I can, if I lose 50 bucks, it's not the end of the world. I've spent 50 bucks on worse, 
on on stupid stuff. But at the end of the day, it's going to give me a reason to sit there and start doing the research and whatnot, because now I've put a little bit of money into it. I wouldn't throw $10,000 at something I had no idea about. Yeah. But at the same time, I would have never, never took the time to learn about it to get to the point where I could put 10,000 in if I hadn't started with that little 50 bucks here, 200 bucks there type situation. Very true. And I'm going to, I'm going to take you up on that suggestion. I'm going to, by the end of March, I will have started investing. And I only say that because I have to still figure out how to start investing. Like what's, <laughs> I know you got to have a wallet or something like that. Mm -hmm. So like that, I'll, I'll work all that out. Go to Coinbase, go to coinbase.com, go to Coinbase and you know, Bill, a basic tutorial will help you set up your wallet. You know, that's something you can easily do in 15, 20 minutes. And then you go from there. Cool. I like it. I'll do it. So let me, let me ask a couple of questions here. <clears throat> Ethereum is power in Bitcoin, correct? That's the whole Ethereum theory. and Bitcoin are two totally different things. So what is, what is, what is power in Ethereum? The block, the Ethereum blockchain. Okay. And so, so Ethereum blockchain is one and that's all proof of that's proof of stake. And then you've got the Bitcoin blockchain, which is proof of work, which is all the miners that you hear about. And so mining, which I am definitely not into, I just threw money into it mm -hmm. and I did well. Then it took a nosedive and it all started with doggy coin or whatever that was. Shiba, <laughs> I'm sorry. Shiba <laughs> was the one. And I took all, I made a crap ton on sheep. I was like, all right, this is cool. And I started reading mass articles, but my whole thought process is, and correct me if I'm wrong, <clears throat> is I think banks are going to start using this. And so that's, and, and if Chase or Wells Fargo or Bank of America start trading NFTs and they get that acceptance, then I think we're going to hit a hundred easily on Bitcoin. Like the, mm -hmm. it just makes right. It makes yeah. complete logical yeah. sense. I don't so, know if you know that um Chase Chase actually is in the metaverse now. So okay. Chase opened up a the Chase. Um, I want to think it's the Chase Sapphire Lounge in Decentraland. So if you're into that whole metaverse NFT space, now you when you go into the Central Land, you could see the chase lounge not that i think that many people are trying to go hang out in the chase lounge in the metaverse but at the same time they're they're investing in the space they're taking the time to get involved and figure it out yeah. right so if you see these big players whether they're big companies or some of these big celebrities business people putting <laughs> their their stake putting their like their you know their flag right like as you go to the moon you they put the american flag there this is like these people doing that in this virtual world um so it can't be ignored anymore exactly so, so kevin o'leary it's, it's reckless right so kevin o'leary just invested into meta all right but that's a stock so see here's the controversy a stock is a even your husband would agree with me on, on this one melinda a stock is tangible. It's there. I guess like the whole fear is that we don't, it's, you know, where is it? What are you investing in? Can you, can you shed some light on that? So uh, <clears throat> like Meta is a stock of Facebook, the company. Yeah. Right. So when you're investing in Bitcoin though, or any real, any cryptocurrency, you're essentially, you're investing in the blockchain and the blockchain is essentially, it's a, um, a decentralized ledger. You know, it's like the way I explained it when I was um, speaking to the Miami Association of Realtors, 
Think of the blockchain as a digital book that is around the world that everybody who has a computer has access to. And when you go on this in this book, you can essentially write a page in this book by doing a transaction. And that transaction is now immutable. It's never going to be deleted. It's never going to be altered. And it's always there. And it has a, a hash that's protected so that if I'm going in there and I'm looking at it, I can see it forever and it'll never change. So when you're in, so the coins are essentially are the way it was originally, the way I understood it. And I, it's been explained to me is that the coins essentially are the, the reward for the people who are mining. So the people who are mining are the ones that are essentially making on these computers, making sure that this network never shuts down. Yeah. And the way, like when you think about last year when Facebook went down, that's a net Facebook is in itself is its own network. But when yeah. Facebook went down, it's because that it's a centralized network. There's one mega computer that Facebook has that powers this network. With Bitcoin, with the blockchain, essentially you have I have a computer and Anthony has a computer, Melinda's a computer. And if one of our computers go offline, then the other computers are essentially picking up the slack and pushing and um, controlling the network. Got it. Makes sense. So, so in the legal space, you know, this is being discussed as something that will eventually or possibly likely going to replace a lot of these recordings and these transactions and these things because it's unfuckable with, for lack mm -hmm. of a better word, right? Like that's so, so that this part I understand that, you know, it's going to change the way we register things in the future, the mm -hmm. way we transfer assets the way we hold assets. Exactly. So with title, just kind of to even keep that, to keep it there, right? Right. If we talk so about essentially what's, what is already in the, in the works is where when you have title, it's recorded on the blockchain. So essentially on the recorded deed, there is a QR code that gives you the, that has a, a QR address that will show you the address on the blockchain. And so now you'll have all the information about title, everything that's ever happened on this property will be recorded. So now instead of taking, you know, five, six days to get a title commitment and, and to find out what's going on with the file, you can have that information in seconds, even hours. And then, then when you're transferring, like the, with this particular, um, with the latest NFT, with this NFT real estate that just took place in Tampa, when they transferred the title, literally, but they had already done the title work, put the title, put the title on the blockchain, so that when they have the auction, all you're doing is transferring ownership from one person to the next, and that happened in a matter of minutes. Yeah. So how? So I I looked into wow. the technical thing of how it happened. Mm -hmm. So they own the property. The LLC, it was put in the, the company. Put in the LLC. The company shares was what was is now being owned by this by this. So it's not actually the title that was put there because they can't do that yet. The title is still registered with the county, but the shares of the entity that owns this property mm -hmm. is what is there. See okay. now how this disrupts how we're doing business is when you buy shares. This is the lawyer me. Okay. You buy shares of a company versus a title of a company. So, so I'll, 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 let me scale it back because sometimes you get, I get people that call me, I just want to buy the company to avoid all the closing costs. I don't want to, instead of the real, and not the real estate. Does that make sense so far? I want to buy yes. the company that owns the real estate and not the real estate directly. So as a lawyer, I always say, you got to be 